When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, a great friend of the show um, had some involvement with the Emmys last night. And we're going to check in with him on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, we are going to get to carrying that uh, message from... Now we're now we're pimping I the know. Julie Chen announcement, so you got to keep yes. listening because it's going to be later. It's going to happen. Don't worry. We found it. We're going to share it in just a moment. But first, let's check in with our friend, Ryan McEnany. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hi, friend. How are you? Well, we're good, and uh, we're kind of stunned this morning to see that Frenchies, which is the nail salon that you're the owner of, had some involvement in some of the famous nails we saw on stage last night at the Emmys. Yeah, whose nails were you doing? So we worked with two winners last night, Rachel Brosnahan, who won Best Actress in a Comedy for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which hopefully you've seen, and if you haven't, you need to. Colleen loves and then we it. also worked with Regina King, oh, who God. was another Best Actress uh, um, winner last night. Okay, so how does that How did that? How did you make happen? that happen, yeah. So, in a former life, I used to work in Los Angeles, and I was a celebrity publicist. So, I've sort of built these relationships back from back in the day, Mm -hmm. and now that we've got the nail salon, so we've got one in Woodbury, one in Chanhassen, and one in Lakeville. So far, we're continuing to grow here in the cities and all over the country, but when people are in town locally, we reach out and we work on doing their nails when they're here. So, we've done Kesha and Adina Menzel and Ingrid Michaelson. But then for these award shows, we do some outreach as well to people that I've worked with before and talk with them about doing nails for their clients. And so Smart we man. did the Oscars last year. We did the Globes last year. And then we were back for the Emmys. So walk me into, like, because uh, the picture I saw was of Rachel Brosnahan eating a salad while she was getting her hands and feet <laughs> done. Like, how does that work? Do you just, like, have, like, your mobile, your Frenchie's mobile unit that gets dispatched to, you know, fancy hotels where these celebrities are getting ready? I mean, and they are real fancy, too. Oh, I bet. We got a call from one of our team members that was out there, and she's like, oh, my God, the valet, like, took my my kit and brought it inside. Oh, and wow. Yeah, so they, they pack up everything they've got, everything they need in, like, 400 colors because... Even though we get an idea of what they want in advance, you know, things change. Mm-hmm. And things change, like, constantly they change in the moment. And so they bring everything, and they wheel it on up to the hotel and unpack and set up shop. I mean, glam days for award shows are crazy in a hotel room. I just, this just makes me, like, I'm doing it wrong in life. <laughs> 
Because when I have to get ready for an event, it's like a three day process because I got to have the pedicure day and then you have to have the spray tan day and then you have to have the blowout and the makeup day. I mean, there's too much. And the celebrities do it right and just have Frenchies just roll up with everything they need and get it all done at the same time while they eat salad. But really, though, like you could just get to sit back and like hang out in a bathrobe or like in that picture, Rachel was, of course, dressed super cute and just hanging out and eating. Everything just sort of happens around you. And all of a sudden, bam, you're red carpet ready. And you didn't have to do a darn thing. That's so cool. Um, So, okay, you're in, you know, celebrity hotel rooms. Uh, I kind of feel like maybe there's some gossip happening. Are we taking notes during these experiences? I mean, a little silently. I feel like we we have to, to, right? you got to pay attention to what's happening around you. And Mm -hmm. it sort of depends on the day, too. So, like Rachel, we first were with on Sunday, so she because she had an event that night as well. So it's a little less hectic than like yet. Yeah, we worked with Regina yesterday as she was getting ready with everything happening around. So there's publicists and studio people, and the car is coming at a certain time, so you have to have all this done. And like with Regina, we did some nail art and rhinestones and all that, so that was a little bit more involved. And you have to be really careful because they're doing hair and makeup and they're pulling and pushing and. So that's a little bit more intense, whereas if it's a more relaxing day, then like with Rachel, it was just her and her boyfriend and hair, makeup and nails. And so that's where it's like a little bit more low key, where they're a little more open with things. And especially if the rest of the team that's with them is their regular. So Rachel, it's like her regular Chad Gibson and Lisa who do do her hair and makeup Mm -hmm. that are with her always. They're a little bit more at ease. Oh, so did you get any dirt that you want to share with us? I mean, Rachel is like the nicest human being of all time. <laughs> so there's no. like, she really no does seem like no. it. Oh, and Ryan. Like, the pictures are there. She's just, everyone's laughing because they are, she is just like genuinely that funny. Yeah. Aww. Well, that's good to know. It's good to know that she's actually like a really nice person, you know, because behind the scenes. There are some nasty, nasty people too. Oh, well, and we so need to have you back to talk about those. Ones, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some nasty people that, that I've worked with in my past life. One of them is potentially in a feud with Cardi B right now. Oh, um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Name is Nikki. Yeah, she's to not, say, like, the best to work with. You won't be doing um, her nails. <laughs> I used to manage her stylist. Oh, again, how does that work? Life. Wow, how do you manage a stylist? There, that not is well. the hardest job <laughs> in, like, the, in the beauty industry in in entertainment that is the hardest because they can never wear the same thing you have to have especially with someone like our friend uh you have to have racks and racks of clothing prepared they have to get shipped ahead they have to be custom made then you have to have the dancers and the friends and everyone surrounding them has to be dressed from head to toe undergarments and perfect like perfectly pressed and always different and when um you have people that are a little more challenging to work with and they uh, they get all of that stuff. It's still not always enough, mm-hmm. and so it's 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 a challenge for mm. that person. And and like when I was managing them to be able to wrangle all of this stuff to make the talent happy. Oh my gosh! Well, Ryan McEnany, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about how Frenchies made those nails look so good and for next those time wonderful you're doing winners. Fancy nails? We want to talk. Yeah, so keep us posted, okay? I will. And let Thanks us know if there's anything me. we can help with. I mean, yeah, if you need, Bradley like, knows how to hold a nail file. Foot massagers. I can do that. I, I can, can rub foot things. Bath.
Sure. You're, you're signed up for next time. Okay, right. wonderful. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play that message from yes. Julie Chen. Oof. We are like the talk. We like let the talk tease. But we promise we actually hour. will do We're it. We're actually going to do it when we come yeah. back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right. We've been waiting all day, pretty much, to share this with you on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, Julie Chen uh, shared a recorded message with her co-hosts on the talk today uh, that shared the fact that she will no longer be working with them. Dun, dun, dun. I saw just the tail end of it and I read the closed captions. Yeah. So, and I have an opinion about it. Oh, uh, interesting. And I'm excited to hear it and then hear what your opinion is. Okay, let's have a listen. Here's Julie Chen today on the talk. I have been at the talk since the day it started nine years ago. And the cast, crew, and staff have become family to me over the years. But right now, I need to spend more time at home with my husband and our young son. So I've decided to leave the talk. I wanna thank everyone at the show for the wonderful years together. I will always, always cherish the memories we shared. Most important, I wanna thank you, the viewers, for allowing me into your home every day. It was a privilege that I will forever be grateful for. To everyone behind the scenes, I send you my love. I will miss you all very, very much. To Eve, you're the newest one at the table, but I feel like I've known you forever. You are even more beautiful inside than you are on the outside, if that's even possible, because you know I think you are flawless. Cheryl, thank you for being the perfect go-to partner for the last seven years. I open, you close, and you always bring down the house. We called ourselves the bookends, remember? And we always laughed when we said it to each other. Your wit and timing and humor and compassion and intelligence is simply unparalleled. You are incredible. Carrie Ann, I don't know, but in my opinion, you look awful good sitting in that chair, my Asian sister. I'm just saying, and finally, to Sarah and Sharon. We've been together since day one at the talk. I've spent every day with you both. I will always treasure our friendship, the great parenting advice from both of you, and the memories and laughs and all the private jokes that the three of us have shared. We are the original Three Musketeers. I love you all, and I know Mm -hmm. this show and the sisterhood it stands for will live on for many, many, many more years to come. You ladies got this. And I cannot be more proud to call you my friends. I love you. No. Okay, so... And we always laughed when we said those things that we would say to each other, and you are incredible. I mean, honestly... It sounded so, like, stilted. First of all... It sounded very Julie Chen, frankly. Just to give you kind of a a visual in case you didn't see it, I... you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like it's going to be her casually like lounging in her library and like a, um, you know, taking on a on her iPhone like a a message a silly me. No, it's on 
the Big Brother set, yeah. obviously. It's professionally taped. And it is her addressing these people as though she's somewhere so far away yeah. that she couldn't actually have this moment in person. Yeah, It's like Chrissy right? when she was on vacation, but really there were contract negotiations going south. And exactly. so she printed she was... <laughs> Pretended she was in a like hotel room or something. And exactly. You're like, yeah, or her mom's house. Yeah. On the phone. That, like, no, yeah. no. Now, Eve introed the clip. Okay. We didn't hear that. Oh. And what Eve said is that what Julie Chen just said was recorded but moments ago from the set of Big Brother, meaning they had yet to receive no. the actual message until the end of the program. Do not lie to me. I'm so, that could be true. I, whatever. I just, I am, I am skeptical. Why, everybody? Because everybody smokes and nothing is real. Thank you. Well, sure. Like, I'm sure that was in the can last on Sunday night. I just think it was very unremarkable. I mean, she just said a bunch of fake, you know, niceties. And I'm sure, you know, for some of the people she liked them. But the way she talked about some of them, I was like, wow, you really had to. You really had to search to to say nice things about people. And again, I just I'm like. Okay, I guess if you watch the the talk, right, you want some closure from Julie Chen. But is did that feel like closure? No, of course not. But I'm sure in you know talk world, it was like, oh, that was a very just heartfelt thing. Again, if you believe the stuff that we've read behind the scenes, she was kind of a hot mess and was yelling and screaming at Sarah Gilbert on her voicemail. Well, um, yeah, I will tell also, you. Also, she didn't say anything to Sarah in that she one, did. did. She did. She basically was like, we were the original three musketeers oh, okay. and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't like overly loving and kind yeah. at all. And, you know, uh, we have all reason to believe that there, that it's not all happy and fun as it, as it seems or as they kind of... Well, nor is nothing. And nothing is, right? right? Um, and I'm not by any stretch expecting that they would be open about that right that's their own business but from a viewer standpoint somebody who's not well acquainted with the talk what i saw was kind of a cold um delivery of kind of a emotionless goodbye uh with some niceties sprinkled through and maybe like a touch of emotion when she talked about only one person now sarah gilbert talked about it Immediately after, she's the one that closed the show out, and she looked remarkably unplugged. Yes, and then Sharon was texting. She did say, uh, Sarah Gilbert, that is, we thank you for eight years of dear friendship and all you did to help the success of the show. Very candid, diplomatic. CBS did issue a statement. Yeah. uh, For eight seasons, Julie Chen has hosted... Co-hosted the talk with incredible energy, grace, and professionalism. Her talents played a big role in our successful launch of CBS's first network daytime talk show and in the series' growth into an Emmy Award-winning broadcast. All of us here have tremendous appreciation for the dedication and passion she brought to the show every day and her generous role as an ambassador for CBS Daytime. We are grateful for her many contributions. Respect her and respect her decision and wish Julie all the best in everything she does. Hmm. So, I mean, you know... Just everybody dotting their I's and crossing their T's. Yeah, I don't. What do you think? Like, what? Anybody have any? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Can we go back to the fact that at the end of the show, Sharon Osbourne literally had her head down and was typing on her phone. She's yeah. texting... Julie. (laughs) While the cameras were on. Now, uh, Sherry uh, Underwood, right? Now, she was crying. She was visibly upset. Carrie Ann Anaba seemed like she was holding back some tears. Mm -hmm. Eve was holding her head down, being like, I'm not going to lose my new job. Mm -hmm. And then Sarah Gilbert, very diplomatic. Because she's the executive producer, and that's what she has to do. Right, and I'm sure that there are some feelings there, but she's not bringing them to, uh, to the set. Um, and Carrie Ann Anaba, for those of you who are wondering, what does she have to do with anything? Well, she's been sitting in for Julie Chen in that extra spot while Julie Chen has been out. And, you know, she seems to be perfectly at ease. Uh, and you may have picked up on a little um, maybe hinting from Julie Chen that she kind of thinks Carrie Ann Anaba could keep that job. But... I mean, here's the thing that I'm struggling with, and it sounds like we're kind of hating on Julie Chen, but here's the thing. This is going to be a really awkward time for her, and I would not want to be in her place right now because she has a kid, right? right? Um, Her husband's future is totally up in the air. The future of her entire family's like wealth and fortune is in the air. Do I feel bad about that? She's going to be fine regardless, but I feel bad for that like human thing of like, this can't be a comfortable place mm-hmm. for her to be in, and everybody's probably behind, you know, her mm-hmm. back. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, I mean, I, the, the thing that I think is uncomfortable or hard is like, what do you do in this moment, right? Because I think I know what I would do, but I'm not facing what she's facing. Mm-hmm. So it really is a hard thing that very few people have ever had to deal with. So right. right. You can feel bad for her, not feel bad for her, feel some empathy for her in that respect it certainly isn't an easy position to be in um by any stretch um but i don't know to me it's it speaks volumes that at least for now she's staying with um big brother she's leaving this daily show show, not less but she's well both i suppose when we come back on the colleen and bradley show crazy stupid idiots dumb people doing dumb things we will tell you all about them after this on my talk 1071 Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But before we get hey. to those dumb people doing dumb things. Yeah, what about it? Sometimes we like to give gifts, don't we? Yes, we do. Thanks for saying it. We, in fact, have, for one lucky listener, oh my God, a pair of Justin Timberlake tickets oh for his God. Man of the Woods tour coming to Excel Energy Center on Saturday, September 29th for the 730 show. You okay over there? Turn to Dom DeLuise or something? Mm-hmm. Colleen was having okay. some a Dom DeLuise moment. moment. Um, <laughs> Um, caller number 
four. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Caller number four gets a pair of Justin Timberlake tickers. And now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over, oftentimes in the state of Florida. I'm drunk. Wow. My name is Cletus. Okay. Um, All right. Can you bring Bradley back? Yeah, no, I'm here. Okay, good. Uh, All right. Let's start in New Hampshire. Oh, okay. Let's. Could we do that? Uh, Specifically, we are going to Salem. Mm. And uh, that is where we encounter a father and his toddler child. Okay. They are at a mall at an arcade, uh, like a video, like an arcade area in a mall. Okay. You know those like claw games? My kids love those because Ah. they don't understand. That you're going to spend a lot of money plugging into the machine to and get you're something. Gonna you're not, oh, and, and if you do... You don't want to win it because it's crap. It's crap. And yeah. you've now you've spent $10 on a I mean, It's not like there's a you know, Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza in there. No. There's nothing of value. No. Well, sometimes there are, though. You know, sometimes they have those types of machines and there's something valuable in there. That was the case with this machine, which is called Barber Cut Light. It's sort of like a claw machine, but instead of dropping that metal claw down to grab an animal, you press buttons to try to make two pair of scissors cut a string that is holding a prize, right? Okay. And then it drops the prize. Yeah. It appears to be pretty impossible. Okay. But that did not stop this father from trying to get what he wanted. Oh, okay. He wanted one of those prizes. And so... Did he climb in there? Nope. He had his toddler do that. He had his toddler um, what? try to climb into the machine to grab the prize that he really wanted out of the claw machine. It appears to be some sort of electronic experience <laughs> that um, he was what? going for. Oh, you mean the like the an prize? iPad or something? Okay. The prize that he was trying oh God, they to get iPads and those things. You I've know, been some doing of them do. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and there were people though that were looking on while he did this, while he directed his child into. Oh, it looks like he got more than one thing, and they do look like they're electronics. Like like I said, sometimes they have like Beats by Dre headphones and iTunes gift cards, and yes, yeah. iPads, etc. Um, but yeah, they were climbing in the machine. Somebody got video of it. The video is being reviewed. They're trying to track down the father. That is and just wrong. And you should be arrested and your child should be probably taken away. Or at right? least you should be sternly talked to. Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? Where was that? In Salem, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Um, did he get his kid back, though? Uh, reportedly, Yes. <laughs> That'd be kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. Because, like, once you're in there, how do you get out? I mean, I feel like we've seen crazy, stupid idiots uh, that have gotten their children stuck in the hand all up in there. He did. And then when he couldn't do it, he was like, I'll sacrifice the other one. I'll do one better. Yeah. Get in there. I got something small that can squirrel through there. I understand the logic, though. I mean, I get the logic, but that is called theft. I mean, really? And child abuse. Hello. Yes. Okay, I retract my statement. Thank you. Um, 
Holly mentioned this story earlier, and I thought it's too good to pass up, so we have to talk about this story. I think it was Holly. It might have been you, for all I remember. No, it was me before we, when we were planning the show. I shared another story that I'm hoping you're not about to tell. Go on. No, you can do that tomorrow, though, if you want. I I I would. Um, That's because you're not brave enough to tell that story, but you should be. I encourage you to do so. I want to go to Virginia. Okay. Okay, and I want to, I want to take you to Giant Food. Giant food? It's called giant food. I don't know if that's like food for giants or if the food is big. Oh, that'd be cool. Like supermarket sweep. Remember when they used to have the giant novelty food? Oh my gosh. I want that to be an amusement park. Okay. Well, you can spend some time thinking about that later. Right now, though, I need you to go to Manassas, otherwise known as Manassas. Uh, also my nickname, Manassas. (laughs) Anyway, it's about 4.30 in the PM. They get a 911 call. Uh Uh-oh. Help! Help! Somebody is doing bad things to the produce aisle. That is doing bad things to the produce yeah, aisle. Yeah, literally all the produce in the aisle. Uh, bad things are happening. Well, manass. Uh, excuse me, manassas. Manassas. What is it? What did I say? <laughs> I don't know. I got real careful. Manassas. Uh, no, it's Manassas City Police Department rolls up to find what. <clears throat> Somebody doing something nasty. In Dwayne the- Johnson, 27 years old, taking down his pants what? and rubbing his booty toots all up on the produce. Yes, he's picking up an eggplant. Rub, rub. He's picking up a butternut squash. What's the point of rub, rubbing rub. your booty on the produce? Well, think about it. Was he angry? No, I think he was just trying to be like, hey, hey you're going to come home with a stalk of celery and be like... <laughs> No. Something right with that celery. Was this an interchecal experience? <laughs> yes. He was sliding the produce no. between the cheeks in order to leave behind. No. <laughs> no. That's a different kind of berry in no. the produce aisle. I'm going to ish. Ish. Ishy. Can you imagine again? You're like, I'm I'm going to make a crudite. I'm going to make me one of them veggie tries oh, for yum. our party tonight. Those are fun. No, worse you yet. You better wash those wor- vegetables. Exactly. Worse yet, you don't. You do not inspect your vegetables. And you. it's one of those days you're feeling like a shortcut and you just slice <laughs> it up and put it on the plate. It. We've all been there. Uh, not anymore. Not, yeah. anymore. not anymore. Not after I will say that they- Dwayne Johnson, not The Rock. <laughs> no, Dwayne. Dwayne the butt. <laughs> it's Dwayne, not The Rock Johnson, uh, was arrested for rubbing behind He's the pooping. Johnson. <laughs> Behind the Johnson on it literally says he was arrested and charged with pulling down his pants and rubbing the produce on his buttocks. Oh my gosh. And replacing the produce back on the shelf. Oh my gosh. Do you know that what that tells me is you have probably had you've probably purchased Butt fruit. (laughs) Butt veggies. Oh no. Some booty some booty bulls. Because you know, Booty fruits. Know that somebody who's done this and then gets caught, they've probably done this many times before. Oh, yeah, and no, they they, you don't get caught the first time you rub your booty on the produce. I just have this image of ants on a log. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, um, I don't So, is it a cauliflower? I don't know. Is it a green uh, pepper? I don't know. Is it a cucumber? Here's our PSA we'll from know. the Colleen and Bradley show. 
wash your produce. Yeah, and not just wash. You want to let those I might scrub it. Like, yeah. I might scrub it. Overnight. You need to get the special fruit and veggie spray that they sell to clean it off. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I you need Lysol. I might just go back to the cans. <laughs> I might just go back to canned fruit and veggies because <laughs> it's protected true. in there. Now, there's no word on whether he's ever done this in other departments of the grocery store, say the bakery. Oh, no. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> What? What, Holly? Don't. She's working on it. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Resist the urge. Thank you. Something about a uh, loaf. No. No. Oh, okay. no. I wasn't going there. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna just gingerly. Move along, I'm move just along. gonna Nothing gingerly to tiptoe over Ginger. here. Ginger. Oh. oh. Okay, well. Uh, I want to remind everybody. I hate following up these types of stories with this information. Okay. But if you're if you feel guilty for laughing at those stories, uh, and you need to offset that guilt by doing something good for others. We have an opportunity for you to do so both tomorrow and on Thursday. We are collecting diapers and wipes for uh, a diaper bank in North Carolina. And uh, we would like you to help us. We are going to be having two drop locations. One is uh, at Rosedale Center. The other one, that's tomorrow. Uh, and the other will be at the General Store of Minnetonka. So choose the one that's closest to you. Your favorite My Talk hosts will be stopping by throughout the day. We'd love to see you. We'll be there from 9 to 10 tomorrow. And I think it's from 9 to 6 at Rosedale tomorrow, the whole day. Correct. So you can come out whenever. Yep. But you can also just do it online. You can, And by, by that, I mean you can donate money online that mm-hmm. will then be turned into diapers. Exactly. So we'd love to see you. If you're out and about in the midst of your day, we will be, uh, as Bradley said, at Rosedale Center. Colleen and Bradley, that's us. Between 9 and 10 tomorrow, and we'll be there to help collect your donations, give hugs, high fives, awkward hugs, whatever, whatever you want. We're there. Uh, and we thank you in advance for your generous hearts in helping those who have been affected by Hurricane Florence. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time to throw down with a throwback live after this on My Talk 1071. 245 every day on the Colleen and Bradley show means only one thing. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and it means that it is time for the Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, oh, run this mother. Holly oh, Roberts. Tuesday, everyone. The most productive day of the week, allegedly. So let's get playing our very fabulous game, Throwback Live at 245. Here are the rules. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the game and Colleen and Bradley. I know. She didn't say it, dude. Buzz in by yelling out their names. Okay, dude. Colleen. Did? 
It got away to uh, to say name until I play the clip. Okay, whatevs. Yeah, all right. So as it stands right now, because we keep a total victory tally on the throwback mm-hmm. live at two forty five, Colleen has sixty five total victories, and Bradley has mm, sixty three hundred. No, you know, just no. sixty. That means we have played so no. one hundred twenty five <laughs> rounds at least, and I've won one hundred and twenty of them. No, you haven't. Okay. All right. Well, let's see who wins today by playing our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, this one is short. Listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley, Mm -hmm. and correctly identify this vintage audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is uh, Empire Carpet. 580-2300. Today. Yes. Good job. Free advertising for them. Well, yeah, it's the jingle. <laughs> that was a that's, good one that you That was out. really good, Hall. Oh, thank you. I have many more. So. <laughs> Rub that and put it back on the shelf. <laughs> that's right. Ants on a log. That goes back to the Listen to the podcast. Listen to the replay tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, Bradley, you have a point today in the throwback Bing-bing. live at 245. Colleen, you have yet to score, but it's anybody's game. So moving on. Oh, sorry. Rude. I didn't know it was going to go at Holly's you. Holly's throwing things Stop at me. Stop it, Bradley. I'm sorry. Thank you. Are you? No. Moving on to our second vintage <laughs> pop of. culture. No, you're not. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify... The following. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Dumb diddly um diddly I. That is, uh, is that my fair lady? I'll continue the clip for you, yeah, Colleen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Thanks. Oh, duh. That is super califragilisticexpialidocious. Mary Poopins. No, that's who visited the produce section at the Giant Foods. Sing it! Oh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious! You got that one for free. Because I should have known better. But I didn't, so you got a chance. Keep singing. Lucky you. All right, game's tied one to one. Throwback live at 2.45. Whoa! Mm. We're going to move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Yes! Did somebody give you a clue, Bradley Trainer? Holly was on the show. Did Holly give you a clue? Yes, mentally, through my brain. No, that's actually a lie. A but yes, lie. I was on the show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? But Bradley. How much money did you win? $50,000. That is not Can nothing, girl. No. <laughs> Sorry. I have a dollar in my wallet, mm-hmm. maybe, if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Two. I got two. That's right, Bradley. You have two points Congrats. on today's Throwback Live. Oh, Congrats. At 2.45. But guess that what, That was a Colleen? Julie Chen congrats thing. Uh, oh. <laughs> that is the kind of congrats that will stab you in the back. <laughs> well, Colleen, you can still stay you can in the still game. Do, girl. I know. You still I know. Can. I know. I got skills. If you listen carefully to this fourth vintage pop culture audio okay. clip. Now, no pressure, Bradley. You can win the game if you get this one right. Our fourth vintage pop culture <laughs> audio clip. 
right here just for you. Bradley Train. Oh, Colleen. you can't. That that's so not fair. Barr. Why is that not fair? Roseanne so Barr easy. singing "Stop" the uh, national anthem. That's so bad. Ah, that uh, wonderful gem. Oh, good job, Colleen. Tied. It's tied. It is tied. Hmm. That means it is down to the wire. The wire. The wire. Whoever guesses this fifth vintage pop culture audio clip correctly mm. wins the whole game yes. today. Now, Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully to this fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. I dream. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Uh, that is I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis. I need the name of the artist uh, singing in this clip. In this particular clip? Correct. Why do you need to know this one? Because I need to know. Um, this is a very specific part of the, it's part of the game. Yes. Oh, well, I didn't hear enough to know. Oh, I have two yeah. guesses. Well, choose one. Susan Boyle? That was not fair. Yes! That was not yes! fair. That yes! was not fair. Why was that not fair? Because I said so. Because I got it right. This isn't fair. Oh, God. Remember that? Oh, we all had tingles. I know, because we did not expect that beautiful voice of an angel to come from her mouth. Uh, oh, did the bowels of hell open up underneath the studio? Because it sure sounds like wow. it. Wow. Your face. Jeez, congratulations, Bradley. Oh my God, did I win? Yeah, you won. Oh, 61? I love that number. Why? I don't know. Because I won. Congratulations, Bradley Trainer. You just won the throwback live at 245. Your you prize win? today a bounty of produce from the food giant. <laughs> no, it's giant food. Uh, from whatever. Giant. Wash it. That's all you need to know. Yep. Wash your produce. That was a story from the last From CSI. Yeah, yeah, if you just missed it, go back yeah, and listen to the podcast. On behind. Yeah. That's actually what that was a story. Yeah. Exactly. N- nice and ripe. Um, okay. And right. guess who's here? Look, oh, look. Fruit, oh, man. <laughs> Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Oh, gosh. I just, wh- why is it that I sometimes feel like the only adult in the room? Thank oh, you for joining God. us, Donnie. What planet are you on? It's no fun to be the adult in You're the not room. an adult. Whatever. If you're Donnie, ad- I was counting on you. No, I don't want to be the adult. Donnie why? ain't no adult. By neither. the way, uh, so, you know, Julia's doing a stand-up portion for our show. Yes. Yeah, she's uh, she's preparing really hard. Is she? Okay, how yeah, does that she's look? she's watching uh, videos of the likes of Phyllis Diller and, and Joan Rivers. And she's going to lift their jokes? <laughs> I think she's looking for style points. So she's going to wear a house coat? That's what I asked her. I said, are you going to wear the wig? And is she going to create, no. like, a husband figure or, like, an ex the figure? The bottom line is her bravado is gone. She is, you know, wedding bricks. Oh, oh, so we've passed the yeah. point. Now she's in reality. She's she is rubbing yeah. zucchinis on her yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, yes. that is what's happening right now. Yeah, it's it's set in now. It's like, oh my, what have I done? Yeah, like I actually have to do this. Yes. And you can't write the mm-hmm. jokes on your arm no. and ink and read no. them. Joe well, Rivers used to write them on paper, put them on the floor. She could do yeah, that. Yeah, she also, well, I mean, I don't, we don't have time to talk about her techniques. The woman had uh, basically uh, like a, a filing system for her jokes, yeah, yeah. like a library. It was insane. Lori and Julia maybe don't have that exact yeah. same filing system. Uh, all right.
right. Well, listen to Laura and Julia coming up next. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging with us today.